He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> Well, our guest today is a longtime listener, first time guest. We appreciate the love. Kyler Borthwick is joining us, but not to talk about how much he loves the podcast. Instead, he's here to help us celebrate Pride Month as the very first transgender man on our show. Woo-hoo! Welcome, Kyler. Thank you, guys. It's great to be here. Now, I just got to call out how you stole my teenage Jesse hairstyle and you're making me want to bleach my hair again. Jenna, you're going to have to stop me. <laughs> you'll, never you do- get the, you'll never get the blue eyes to go with it, though, Jesse. <laughs> I know. And you know, we tried. Color contacts, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, maybe I, maybe I showed my hairdresser a picture of Jesse and was like, this is what I want to look like. Who knows, right? Right. Okay. Well, there's a movie about that. Maybe we should end this show. <laughs> oh, swim fan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, swim fan. I couldn't think of the title. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate. It. I think you look you look fantastic. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. And what's really interesting is we we get we we have watched you transition over the last few years, and so you know, unlike other guests, we've had Lana Paulson, who's a transgender woman. We've only known her as, as Lana, but we got to watch your transition, which was so enlightening. And I found it so educational as well, you know, and it felt like I could feel your spirit change in a sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually just celebrated my one year coming out as trans on Monday. Oh, congratulations. Um, thank you. Yeah. And today is actually eight months on testosterone. So it's a great fucking week for me, to be honest. <laughs> um, happy but, Pride. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Happy Pride. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I feel just, uh, I feel so much better just um, getting to this place that I'm, I'm at now. Um, it, it's, it's just amazing from where I was even just a little over a year ago um, before I came out to now is just, it's such a difference. Because you're living in your own skin now. The inside finally matches the outside. Exactly, exactly. What a good feeling. It's like being your authentic self is what life's all about. Jenna keeps trying to tell me that. I'm not listening. (laughs) (laughs) But you figured it out. Good for you. So one year, uh, how long have you known you were trans? Is this something you've known your whole life? Actually, it's not something that I've known my whole life. I know that a lot of trans people have a story of like, oh, I knew when I was five. my story is a little different. I don't, I didn't know when I was young. Um, and I mean, there was definitely parts of my childhood where I questioned my gender. I can remember being, being five years old and asking my mom, like, why does my brother get to be the boy? And when am I going to get a penis? And my mom's like, you're a girl, you're not going to get a penis. And that's just how it works. And so I was like, all right, like, I just accepted that. Um, and then when I was about eight or nine years old, I had really long blonde hair as a child and I decided I want to cut all my hair off. And my mom had a a rough time with that, but she let me do it anyways. And, um, I was a tomboy as well. So I got mistaken as a, as a boy a lot, uh, during that time. And, um, I never corrected people for whatever reason. I just didn't like, you know, my mom would be like, Oh, well, like, why don't you tell them you're a girl? And, and, and looking back now, it kind of makes sense. It kind of is like, well, I didn't want to be a girl probably. So, but I just didn't have the language to really express that. 
you know, I didn't know what a trans person was until honestly, probably when I was 20 years old and I was watching the show, the L word. I don't know if you guys have seen that show, Oh yes. um, but the character, <laughs> the character max, I didn't, I didn't know what trans was until I, I, you know, I saw max on the L word. Um, but even at that point, I wasn't like, that wasn't something that I had even considered doing. Um, I came out as a lesbian when I was eight year, or 18 years old. And um, that still didn't, it still felt, it didn't feel fully aligned with me, but like, um, I was like, well, that's, there's nothing else I can do. This is, you know, I'm a lesbian. Um, there's nothing else I can do. Like, this is how I have to live my life, you know? Yeah. Um, so I didn't really consider transitioning until probably I was in my mid twenties and I had, uh, performed, I was performing as a drag King actually. And I had gotten a binder for the first time. And I, uh, for, I don't know if you guys know what a binder is, but oh, yes, we, do, but yeah. we do, but explain it. Cause some of our listeners won't know. Yeah. So it's like a really tight, um, compression shirt that you wear underneath your, your clothing, um, to, to appear more masculine, it flattens your chest. And, um, so I had tried on a binder for the first time and that was just life changing for me. I was like, holy shit. Like, I really like how I look. And not only did I wear the binder for drag, but I also started wearing it in everyday life. So I've been wearing a binder for the past like five or six, seven years, maybe even. Um, and I absolutely loved that. And I kind of was like, wow, I really hate my chest. Um, but, and I had trans friends at that point in my life. Um, and so it was something that I had thought about, but I was way too, I was like, there's no way that I could, you know, be trans. I can't come out as trans. That's way too scary. Um, so, so it's interesting though, that there wasn't a defining moment. Like I think a lot of the time people have this aha moment where they realize that they're gay or straight, or you just always know it with you. It's like, it took a few different events to make you realize. Well, yeah. I mean, I always felt as, as a, like, as a girl growing up, it, it never, I always felt uncomfortable, but I never really knew why. And again, I didn't know what transgender was. So I didn't really realize that there was something that I could do about that, that feeling. Right. You know, but I think with the, the moral of your story, that it is different than other stories we have heard is that everyone's story is different. And some people are going to come to a realization earlier on than others, or maybe you're just a little confused and need a little bit more time to figure out what it is. But, you know, I think as trans becomes and tra like educating about trans right now, and especially for people that just have, just cannot get it, cannot seem to get it. It's important, I think, for everyone to share their stories so that everyone knows that they are different, that, you know, no one is the same, like no, you know, do you call it coming out story? Um, yeah, or transitioning story. I mean, either one, either one would work. Yeah, either or. Not everyone's the same, and I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah, that's an important point. It's like they're human or something. Right. Wow, what a concept! Everybody's different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, and I and I think it's important also to highlight the difference between gender and sexual orientation. Right? You could be transgender, and then now all of a sudden you're gay. Are you still attracted to women? Yes, I am only attracted to women, yes. So now you're kind of like a heterosexual guy. Yes, in a sense, yes. I still very much like to, uh, <laughs> you know, hang out in the queer community. and, and Of course. Like but, but yes, yes. Yeah, I, was, I said that because nobody wants to be a heterosexual guy these days. Those are like yeah. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> yeah, no. And trust me, most of them are useless anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tyler, how did your family react when they found out? Um, well, when I had, I was feeling a lot of fear, but right before I was coming out and the thing that scared me the most was coming out to my mom and coming out to work were the two, two big ones for me. So, um, I started, uh, I told my mom about a couple days before my birthday last year, actually. Um, unfortunately it was over video chat, um, because of COVID, but I was supposed to be going out to the house that day to celebrate a little family birthday party for myself. And, uh, yeah, I had messaged her to ask her when I get to the house, can you and I have a a little chat? There's something I want to tell you. And that got her so freaked out that she, we ended up like, she was like, no, what's going on? Are you okay? Are you dying? Like, what do you need to talk about? So then I ended up having to just call her at that time and tell her. Um, and at that point I was kind of really just still exploring like a name and it, what I, if I was going to go on testosterone and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I called her on video chat and I kind of explained like, this is a situation. I don't feel comfortable in my gender. I'm going to transition and, and stuff like that. And, um, she rejected everything I was saying to her. So everything, everything that I said, it was just no, no, no. So she, she had a really rough time with that. Um, so that, that was, that was a little difficult for me. I wasn't really sure what to, where to go with that next. I basically just told her, I'm going to continue on with the journey and hopefully you can, you can catch up. I wasn't sure if I should take space from her or what, what I should have done. Um, looking back now, I'm absolutely grateful that I did not take space as I didn't know that I would only have seven months left with her, but. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Thank yeah. You. And that's kind of how Kyler and I started chatting again. Uh, he sent me the nicest message when I lost my mom because you went through it less than a year ago yourself. So yeah, just maybe yeah, they're hanging just, out together on a cloud. Probably. <laughs> when you were going through that part and, you know, having to deal with, you know, your mom and her reaction and also trying to figure out, you said testosterone, I think, did you have someone guiding you and helping you, whether it was professional or? Yeah, actually I did. Um, so I had I had a really close friend of mine who's trans and I had been talking with him for quite a while about the idea of transitioning. Um, you know, I'd seen a bunch of trans guys getting top surgery and I was so jealous and I was like, I really want that for myself. And, you know, I, I was talking to him about that stuff. And um, this was actually last beginning of March last year. So right before COVID hit. Um, so I was talking to him about it and he was like, I know that it's so scary, but like, once you just come out and do it, like, it's going to be life-changing and it's, it's going to be amazing. So, um, I then actually like three weeks later, COVID hit, I got laid off from my job and I was like, man, if, if I'm going to do this, there is literally no better time than now when I have like two and a half months off work where I can figure out what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it, you know? Um, and so I started to make, uh, take steps to, to, to transition. Um, I got in touch with a therapist at the beginning of April last year, and she had dealt with a lot of people that had transitioned. And so, um, our initial call, I don't even think I got two words out before I just started, I broke down. I just started crying i was like i can't live like this anymore you know wow um, that's like yeah. jen on a first date <laughs> you know? wow so the floodgates open because you were that ready and that's how badly your soul wanted to be there yeah yeah i i was definitely ready so yeah i saw a therapist for several several months 
um, and she helped helped me a lot. Um, and then also just just trans friends that I had and stuff uh, helped me as well. Did you decide to start taking testosterone? Or yes, you did mention that already. Have you noticed yeah. any weird side effects from it? Because you hear crazy things. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I started testosterone in October. Um, I haven't noticed any uh, crazy changes. Um, my Nothing voice... you didn't want anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, no, uh, probably just my, like my voice has changed a lot. And um, I have a little bit of a little bit of facial hair that's getting like thicker and growing in more. And How about your temper? Are you like road raging now? Like wanting to start fights at the gym? <laughs> what gym? What gym? Yeah, right. What gym? Opened. I'm living in the past. <laughs> I'm living when I had hair like that. Um, no, actually, I was really I was worried about that because I had had I'd heard stories of other trans guys and um, having that issue. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't had anything like that. Great. Yeah. Do you think that trans men have it easier or harder than trans women? I would 100% say that trans men have it easier. <laughs> easier. Is that just because the thing like butch women get away with more than effeminate guys do? Well, I just think it's it's a lot easier for, for uh, trans guys to just transition and just pass. Like in general, like even if I wasn't on testosterone and stuff, like I could easily pass as a guy. Um, and so like, uh, I just think it's just easier, easier that way too. Right. Yeah. Do you have something, Jenna? No, no, no. I was going <laughs> to say, gonna you say and, and I mean, t uh, estrogen is powerful. Hormones are so powerful too, right? Yeah. You know? Roar. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything about your former life that you miss that you didn't think you would? Um, Because I know, like, I mean, if I had to give up my, like, Victoria's Secret Brazier collection, are you kidding me? I would be furious. They make some nice brassiers. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't yeah, know. Right. We're different that way. Right. <laughs> um, no, I really, I really don't think, um, not that Good. I can think of. I don't think there's anything that I really miss about, about my old life. No. That means you made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. you have any plans moving forward? Or are you just, are you content where you're at right now or? um transition wise or just like in general just life in general you know it can include transition wise or you know because right now i mean you said you announced what was it you said a year ago so you've been in covid this whole time yeah wow. yeah <laughs> you haven't been able to go out and celebrate and really enjoy what our world used to be like normally like going out to restaurants and you know going to music festivals as kyler now like do you yeah. have any plans? Are you going to ball out like <laughs> fuckers and blow for everybody? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting, though, because you're right. Well, as soon as you go out now, it's going to be like, who are you? I don't you're going to meet people for the first time all over again because they won't recognize you. Yeah, that actually has been like a, a weird like fear of mine, right? Because every time I go in public, I'm like, if people don't have Facebook or what for whatever reason they don't know that I've started transitioning, if if they see me or whatever, right? And I'm like, they're gonna call me by my old name and they're not gonna know, and I'm gonna have to explain it to them and stuff. Um, luckily that hasn't happened or anything like that. So Good. Um, that that was a fear of mine. Yeah. Are you comfortable explaining that to people that you do run into that? 
that are, are that are that are going to have questions. You know, are you okay with answering those? Because I think a lot of people would love to be able to ask questions, but everyone has a certain amount of boundaries, right? You don't want to be invasive, but you also want to educate yourself. And the best way to do it is by speaking to someone directly going through it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think as long as people are asking you for like, you know, just to, to kind of learn about it, I don't mind. I'll answer literally any questions people have as long as it's, as long as it's, you know, because they want to learn something and not because, um, they're you know right. being or anything like that yeah is there yeah. anything that you really just is off bounds that you would suggest for anyone who uh is speaking to anyone from the trans community where it's just one thing you don't say um hmm. i know it's a big faux pas to ask about bottom surgery yeah yeah i mean for most people like yeah they don't want to talk about that again like i i would talk i would talk about that like every trans person is different on what they don't and do want to talk about i i just like to talk about it because what really helped like inspire me to come out was was other people that i saw posting about their stories and everything like that and how open they were and so that really helped me like figure out who i was so that, that's kind of why i want to be so open about about my transition to to help other people well and that even started at the very beginning you said you learned like that's why i always say um representation matters because the L word, like if we think about when that show first came out and that there was a show like that, just like Queer as Folk as well, it was quite shocking back then. Now we, it's kind of, okay, yeah, I mean, they made a new one again, right? Didn't they? Mm -hmm. A new yeah, L word, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. but that's why representation in shows like that matter because that was your first, you know, introduction to a trans, someone who's trans. Yeah. Yeah. And it probably wasn't the best, it probably wasn't the best, um, trans person the first trans person for me to see you know they they really the way they portrayed max probably isn't like very accurate right. to how uh transitioning from female to male is you know like because you did see him get pretty um you know explosive and violent and stuff in the show which is not right. necessarily uh true for every every trans person it's more likely not true than than true so well you know richard simmons wasn't the best gay guy for me to see up first either but at least it was something so <laughs> we take what we can get back then and i'm older than you how did you choose your name oh my name that's an interesting one all right so um i knew that i wanted to stick with a k name my birth name started with a k and i really just for whatever reason i wanted to stick with a k name um so i just started looking up a, a list of different k names and i came across three that i liked um, Kyler, Colton, and Caden were the three that I liked. Um, and so I was actually uh, dating someone uh, when I started my transition. And she, since there were like COVID and everything, she was really the only person that I was hanging out with in person. So she was like, well, why don't we, you know, I'll start calling you Kyler and we'll see how it, how it goes and how it sounds. And so that's what we did. I started going by Kyler. I started telling a couple of my close friends, like, I'm going to start going by Kyler. Please call me Kyler with he, him pronouns. And that was, that was how it started. And it just kind of, it just kind of stuck. I, I really liked the name. I found that it suited me. And yeah, I, I like a hundred percent agree with you. Can't see you as a Caden. Can't see you as a Colton. Definitely. I like that name. At first I thought you were going to say, I liked Kyle and I liked Tyler. So I just Combine them all together. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I, I've only, I have met someone named Kyle. Like I worked with someone named Kyler way back when right. I was working on my first jobs, but that wasn't like, even when I picked the name Kyler, it wasn't even like, I didn't like when I met him, I didn't like, I didn't like, like the name Kyler or anything. It just, um, 
it was just later on now when I, I was like, oh, I kind of like that name. And funny, you know, out. Oprah talks about these universe whispers, maybe meeting that guy was the whisper, like the <laughs> foreshadowing this name was going to come up in your life again. Maybe. Yeah. You can tell I've been reading a lot of Hocus Pocus books. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of names, though, you had to go through the whole name change. You had to change. Did you officially change your gender as well? Mm. Um, so I this past Friday, I actually just filled out the uh, all the forms to change my gender marker on my birth certificate. So that'll take a couple of weeks to come back. Um, how how was that. sorry, I was going to say, how was that process? Because that's. I mean, I know what it's like to like lose a piece of ID and it's really annoying. <laughs> probably having to go through all that is quite a lot of work. Yeah. Well, so last year I did my official name change. Um, so I filled all that out and then um, it was kind of, it, it sucked because you had, I had to order, like I, I had lost my original birth certificate. So I had to order a birth certificate in my old name in order to do a name change. So I Ugh. literally had to get a birth certificate with my old name on it just to send it back to them to, to do my name change. Um, but yeah, it actually, it actually wasn't too bad. Um, it was like three forms. I had to have one of them notarized by a lawyer. Um, and then I had to send like my old birth certificate back with them, but it was, it was actually pretty simple. It was pretty simple. Okay. Good. That's good to hear. Yeah. And I had I, my name changed on my driver's license and my health card. And I just put the gender as like X on my uh, driver's license for now until I get the paperwork back and officially change my gender marker. Wow. Well, I love that you kept the first letter the same. Uh, Ellen Page, Elliot Page. Love it. You know, why didn't Caitlyn Jenner do this properly? She had to go and be difficult and put a C. I was so mad when that happened. She should have kept a K. I still to this day think it was a bit of a jab at the Kardashians because they're all kids. She was like, I'm going to be a C, but still the same sound. Yeah. <laughs> what is your opinion of Caitlyn Jenner? I know a lot of trans people don't like her. Um, I don't really, I don't really have an opinion. Okay, on fair enough. <laughs> Jenner, to be honest. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I do know a lot of people that are not a fan of hers. Um, to be honest, I'm not really 100% sure. I think, it, I think I know why, because she is a very um, political, like she's a little bit conservative on the conservative Republican. side. Republican, yeah. Yeah. So I think that just rubs a lot of, you know, liberal people just the wrong way in general. So yeah. when it comes to it, I think it's, and also, you know, the whole thing just seemed like part of the show and- for a lot of trans people, it wasn't a show. It wasn't easy. It wasn't accept, like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. she, she maybe capitalized on it a bit more than she should have. Mm -hmm. If it was really, I don't know. It just seemed very staged, if that's it. Not genuine, you know. Unlike Kyler. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I would have much rather seen the way that, because the way that you shared on social media, I watched, I lived or read it a lot, followed you a lot. It was a much more genuine representation of what you were going through. You know, for yeah. Caitlin, it was like, oh, I made this decision today. It's over. And yeah, the rest yeah. was history, you know? And it's like. Mm, you just said something interesting and then it's over. And Kyler, earlier you mentioned a year ago, you started your trans journey. And I think it's important to point out that it is a journey, a lifelong journey. You're never really done. Are you I, fully I cooked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, like I'll, I'll always be on testosterone for the rest of my life. So right. there's that, there's that that'll never, never be over unless I decide to not continue on 
with taking testosterone. But and some people that- do, right? Like Jenna mentioned our friend Lana, who was very open on the podcast about wanting to keep what she calls her candy cane between her legs. We were talking about bottom surgery and um, she was actually very educational to me that a lot of trans people really don't change their genitals very much. And it's a very personal and individual decision. So she's keeping that candy cane. <laughs> Good for her. Um, How it, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go, ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to do the, the three pieces of advice. Yeah. Go Why? Ahead. Is it, okay. Yeah. We'll save that. We'll save that. I, okay. Yes. That was one of my questions, but I wanted to talk about dating because I was trying to segue talking about genitals to dating. See, are you still in that relationship that you started at the beginning of COVID? No. Oh, he's single. Yes. How long have you been single? I have been single for two months. But wait, okay. Was that from the person that you started transitioning with? Yes. But it was a very off and on relationship. So, um, but officially like it's been over for two months, but we Well, have you dated as a trans man? See what I'm saying? Because that, that woman knew you as your previous self. So this would be the first time you meet someone as Tyler, right? In a romantic situation. <laughs> yes. Um, I honestly, I haven't really, uh, I haven't, because of COVID, it's just, it's kind of difficult to, but um, I haven't even really tried. I mean, I've been on online, I've been on Tinder and like Hinge and all those, but I have, I did have a couple of unfortunate experiences with, with women on there. So uh, I kind of was just like, you know what, I'm just going to work on myself for now and, and not bother with that. Um, Breach. Breach. <laughs> was it that because they found out you were trans? Uh, no, <laughs> not, good, not, good. not, not really. It was just, I had told them that I was trans and I was recovering from, from top surgery. And they were like, Oh, you go girl. And I was like, oops. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> You don't quite get what, what this is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm done here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of ignorance you have to navigate. That's frustrating. The men yeah. on the app aren't as great either. Trust me. The apps just are. And sometimes I feel like they're just more discouraging than they are encouraging. And sometimes <laughs> it feels so much better to delete them. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Jenna, maybe this was stepping on your three pieces of advice, but I wanted to ask what you would suggest for somebody that thinks they might be trans, but they're not really sure. Like, because I don't imagine it's the kind of thing you can just start hormones and decide, eh, they're not working and then stop. Or can you? Actually, I have known several people who uh, have started testosterone and then decided that that wasn't for them and stopped taking testosterone. Oh, wow. Uh, um, I think really for people who are probably struggling and, and not sure, uh, really the only thing that's going to help is to just start exploring, have people call you by different pronouns. Um, even if it's like they, them pronouns, he, him pronouns, whatever, have, have people call you by a different name, see how that feels. Um, even changing, changing how you dress. If you dress feminine, try dressing masculine and see how that feels. Um, you're not going to know until you just go ahead and do it. Right. So I would say just, just start exploring with, with different things like that and, and see how it feels. That's really good advice. You know, it's like baby steps, you know, like, okay, I'm going to try this and see if this feels the way I expect it to. And, you know, and then going out and having people kind of see you in a different light too. Yeah, no, it's great advice. Great advice when trying out a new sex toy too. (laughs) work your way up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sure. Just don't go into the store and start trying all the samples. Okay. (laughs) So yeah. Do you have any advice then for people that are maybe 
struggling with this or not sure what to do? I mean, just try it. You kind of just said that. Yeah. I mean, try to reach out, maybe reach out to people that like what really helped me was just reaching out to other trans guys and hearing about their journey and their story and just talking to them and just kind of, yeah, just, just, just trying things out and just talking about it and talking about how you feel, go see a therapist, um, talk to your doctor, um, explore different things and, and see how it makes you feel. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that there's a lot of trans people that I know that when people, when they're asked, like, how did you know you were trans? They were like, well, I didn't until I, you know, I, I took some steps towards changing my pronouns and trying out different things and going on testosterone. And, and then I knew, yeah, I was trans. This is exactly what I wanted to do type thing. So yeah, I'd say just, just things like that. Well, I'm so happy for you. Like I said, I don't know if it was on the recording of this at the beginning, but you're just glowing. Like you, you look great. You look really confident and you know, yeah, I you think do. it's I'm, awesome I'm, for you. I'm getting some like evil queen vibes a little bit, like looking at him. <laughs> Jealous. Evil king. Evil yeah. king. Did no, you I'm, the evil oh. I'm the evil queen. I'm the evil queen. Kyler understood. And of course, Kyler, you're an open book on social media. I'm sure you wouldn't mind if people do want to reach out and ask you about your journey. How can they find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Facebook as Kyler Borthwick, and I am on Instagram at the real Kyler B. And we'll definitely tag you and everything we put out there because, you know, I think it's important to have support from others in your community. And like you said, that was one of the biggest things for you that made your transition just a little bit easier on you is the fact that you had a bunch of, it sounds like really great friends to reach out to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kyler. Happy Pride Month and cheers to our moms. Cheers! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>